Hi, my name is Randy, and I will be your host for this episode of Infotainment. I will be your round mound of podcast sound, pound for pound, the best podcast around. Hello, hello, hello. I would like to welcome you, you, and you, and especially you, to this episode of Infotainment. Today, I'm not going to be going down the uh, slippery slope of uh, gun control on the news elephant in the room. There is a much better channel on YouTube called Better Bachelor, who has a recent uh, video on this. Uh, I think it's titled, Why Do We Worry About Men After It's Too Late? A matter of gun control is one thing, but looking back at this child's, well, adult now, I guess, past would have been uh, relevant to his uh, future. You're, a lot of it, you're a product of in your environment, and it looks like he didn't have too many positive uh, male role models when he was a kid. Either one or both of his parents were uh, substance abusers and were dumped off uh, at his uh, grandparents. And and uh, I heard an interview with the grandparent. It turns out he couldn't even have a gun in his place because he was uh, had been in prison. So it didn't sound like he was very much involved in the kid's life. I guess the grandmother who wound up dead, rest in peace, took him to like Applebee's or something he said for his birthday. But there's always going to be bullying, and you need somebody to talk to about it and how to deal with it in a positive manner instead of the way he did it. Uh, The breakup of the nuclear family, and it's just a tough thing, identifying uh, mental illness early on in life would probably help in some cases. In all these cases, you know, whether it be a gun, whether it be a bomb, whether it be a knife, if it hadn't been a gun, he would have found another way to do something terrible. But in all these cases, I find that the word loner comes to mind. Maybe teachers need to be a little more trained in seeing that. Maybe uh, talking with these kids, uh, you know, who might be troubled. Or uh, I had a guest on a while back, Julie Linsenmeyer. She was a psychiatric nurse practitioner. And we were talking about serial killers. And I kind of said that most of it was involved uh, with being a product of your environment. And she said that there are some who believe that it's uh, something you're born with, gene or whatever. Isn't that kind of the way the show Dexter was? Does the father was uh, the same way about killing people? Oh, well, they justified it by killing really terrible people. But I don't know what the answer is. But uh, there was a, uh, I read a a military man, a a combat vet from, and he spent some time in uh, Afghanistan. Uh, That's the only thing I'll say about the gun control thing. 
and he had to carry around a military-grade weapon. And he said, if you think you need to carry something like this around for protection or whatever, you need to choose your friends more wisely. And I thought that was a great uh, quote. And I have no problem with, you know, target practice, hunting. I've been, I haven't done it in many, many years, but I have been hunting uh, deer a couple times with a 12-gauge shotgun of my dad's. And I've been to an underground gun range. and But that's been a long time ago. My interests kind of changed. But identifying these people and, and getting them some help with, you know, developing into better people to enforce that this is not the way to go early on, how to deal with bullying. Turns out he hadn't been going to school and nobody really I haven't heard of that really cared about that. But that's not the way I want this podcast to go. There are going to be a billion people talking about this for a little while. And then the next thing will happen and then this one will go away. You know, you know, nobody, it's just a tough thing uh, all the way around to decipher what the best solution is. If there is any, I don't think there really is anything for totally uh, eliminating it. But let's uh, move on to something else, a little uh, lighter topic. I just remembered something, though. There is this comedian, uh, Tom Segura, if I'm mispronouncing his name. I apologize. But he was talking about, uh, it was a clip on YouTube. He's got a bunch of clips up there. And he was talking about the show Scared Straight. And I do remember watching it vaguely from a long time ago where these at-risk kids, uh, he said they were brought to a maximum security prison and these prisoners would just get in their face and it was not edited for broadcast. And there was some pretty rough language for that era. (laughs) Probably all ALC students, uh, as some refer to it as asshole's last chance. These kids, some would go in there, you know, like, this isn't any going to be any big deal. And these guys would just have them. Oh, man. One guy, one prisoner, he pulled out the inside of his pocket of his jumpsuit or whatever. And he asked uh, one of the kids to grab it, you know, grab a hold of it. And the prisoner started walking around, you hold that, you hold that. And he goes, you know what this means? <laughs> and the kid says, no, this means you're going to be sucking my ding uh, later on. Classic move. Oh, yeah. I bet this kid went screaming into the night. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Does that suck? I don't know how that was worded. It's been so long since I've seen it, but that was the uh, message sent. Maybe for some really at-risk kids that, you know, are 
really falling through the cracks. Maybe something like this might be of help (laughs) to change their minds about things. And it's unfortunate that the people that are the kids that are coming from broken homes and and uh, bullied at school that they only find an outlet with uh, online uh, hate groups. And that's part of the problem, too. They can identify with that. And that's got to really be a good influence. But yeah, let's uh, scare some of these kids straight. Uh, Hopefully some of them would get the message. Are the burgers and fries at the Golden Arches calling your name? (laughs) Right now, uh, I do have a story about a man who has eaten a Big Mac nearly every day for 50 years. He even has the receipts to prove it. Yeah, I'd make sure I checked every receipt on that. In Fond du Lac, Wisconsin, it was May 17th, 1972, when Don Gorski, who has the greatest looking bowl cut haircut ever, (laughs) uh, he, he began eating Big Macs nearly every day. I've only missed eight days in 50 years. Well, you better order, uh, eight one day and, uh, Make make up for that. Uh, That is phenomenal, Gorski told Spectrum News in Milwaukee. And like I say, I count every Big Mac. I've counted uh, every Big Mac I've eaten my whole life. So I got my count sheet from day one yet. (laughs) He's kept every receipt since 72, CNN reported. How many burgers has he devoured over 50 years? You may wonder, as of Tuesday, he consumed 32,944 Big Macs. I mean, this dude should get a lifetime pass, lifetime free Big Macs, and going through 32,000. Well, almost uh, 33 now. Oh my God, who the hell cares? If his heart holds out, he'll... <laughs> I don't know if I'd make it a Big Mac. I might do the quarter pounder, but uh, 50 years is a long time for having that uh, many burgers at the Golden Arches. This next story uh, blew my mind. <laughs> Ladies... Hold on to your vaginas. This man may be coming, well, after you in the near future. He is a father of 33 kids. Uh, This father of the 33 kids claps back at social media, calling him irresponsible and nasty. After family picture goes viral. Father of 33 children, 
Damon George recently posted a family picture on Facebook, which quickly went viral on social media. Soon after, George responded to the backlash of being... <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> While I take a drink of uh, my adult beverage. Okay, I've cleared up my technical difficulties. And back to the story. Soon after, he responded to the backlash of being called irresponsible and nasty by going live on Facebook. Pull out game ain't weak. I just don't pull out. The 34-year-old father says in the video, you, uh, <laughs> word I can't say there, I uh, got three or four kids and don't do a mother effing thing in a week over... <laughs> English, do you speak it? <laughs> not yet, I guess. My pocket's not weak, and my dingus it sure ain't weak. Well, I guess not. <laughs> 33 kids. Uh, he only wishes to get to 100. Well, he uh, has a way to go yet, but... In the original post of over 20 images of the family photo shoot, he captioned it. The legend... The legacy will live forever. Yes, it will. And with all the baby mamas, uh, <laughs> the legacy of your empty wallet probably will too. After uh, thanking his nine children's mothers for making the shoot possible, he ends the post with uh, nine of the kids missing. It still turned out good and he says he's truly blessed mm, let's see i want to <laughs> here he gives thanks i want to give thanks to rochelle leonard emily jashay caraway uh, messy okra and uncle billy jackson nana <laughs> uh, tammy linnell miles also Cortland Nicole for staying and helping with my kids. Thank Kedra, Kedra Pooh, Haggerty for our photo shoot and being understanding. George has since put his Facebook on private after being dragged on all social media platforms for being weird and disgusting. Many called out the father of 33 uh, for male entitlement and that there uh, be no way he would be able to give all those children the attention they deserve as they grow up. One user asks, legacy of what? What he has done in life worthy of being kept alive? What has he built for these kids? What are the things he has done that will feed whole generations? Nothing. This is just male entitlement and the lack of responsibility. Yes, I would say so for this man. Can you imagine the headaches these women are and children are putting him through and going to put him through financially and otherwise? And how many of them are going to have a dad around 
when there are a problem child when he's off tending to five other kids or whatever. <laughs> Jeez. Nowadays, I can't imagine even having one kid, and I'm getting out of that range anyway. While many others came to his defense, quoting, be fruitful and multiply, or speculating he'd be present and financially responsible for the children's lives. Okay, well, how many million dollars are you making to do this? I would say it would have to be... <laughs> In the stratosphere, maybe Elon Musk could do it. Uh, how many, like, nannies, <laughs> babysitters <laughs> can you pay? George states multiple times how his baby mothers know he's broke. Oh, another complication there. Despite flaunting no 20 grand cash in the video and having four bank accounts. Well, that 20 grand cash isn't going to last very long at all, like a nanosecond. Another user compares him to Nick Cannon and thanks his contribution to repopulating the planet. That's why kings had multiple wives. Man's seed was to spread, and as statistics tell, this year alone was the lowest birth rate in a generation. So kudos to him and Nick for repopulating the earth. George claimed to be a truck driver, which actually makes one question how he would find the time to be present for his 33 children's lives. Like, how many birthdays do you remember? Oh, my God. Yeah, be sure you get every one of them a Christmas present. Yeah, I'd say that's uh, being irresponsible to about the highest degree there is. I can't fathom that. Wrapping your head around having 33 kids and that many baby mamas. Hey, where are the white women at? You dick! You know, I would classify this guy as a bimbo. A male bimbo. Now let's look at the other side of the coin. For you bucks that are still in the dating pool, I have here some diamonds in the rough. But uh, you might save yourself a lot of headaches and be prepared to spread your um, wallet. <laughs> these are just gems, these self-entitled Queens posting cringe on TikTok. No feelings for you? Oh, and when I do cheat, it's going to be more emotional than physical. Mm. Oh, and if you catch me, I'm definitely going to play victim and flip the entire situation on you. So, hmm? Yeah? Your unhinged affirmation. I've said it before, but life's too short not to drink the blood of your enemies. And today, we're on befriending our enemies because you know what they say. And if there's one thing marriage has taught me, it's how to break someone from within. Like a mastermind, you're going to infiltrate the enemy by using kindness. Not my usual style. I know. Smile at them a lot. Do it until it makes everyone uncomfortable. Call and ask if they need anything. Do it every half hour. Continuously get their name wrong just a little bit. Like if their name's Steve, call them Margaret. Buy them donuts. Sprinkle some arsenic on there. 
or just ill wishes. Believe me when I say that eventually their soul will be as crushed as Michael's and you'll have one because you can't spell friend without end. I think if I reach 400,000 followers, it's only right that I slap 400,000 men in their face, right? And like you guys can like choose, like you guys can send me a DM of their names, where they work, where they live, whatever. I'll just go around slapping men. I think that sounds like fun. I love it when men say, what do you bring to the table? <laughs> My darling, <laughs> I bring souls. I bring life into this world. So no, baby, it's you. What do you bring to the table? What's something that's actually incredibly misogynistic, but everyone just ignores it and pretends it's fine? Marriage, I'll explain. The idea that on a hen night, you go out with your girlies to celebrate, but on a bachelor's night, you go out with strippers, you know, traditionally, because it's your last night single. Being walked down the aisle and given away by your father, taking your man's surname so that you're now his like property. The fact that in the traditional wedding vows, the man has to love and honor and the woman has to love, honor and obey. Throwing the bouquet to a group of girls to see who gets married next, but there's no equivalent for men. The whole traditional history of a dowry is that the bride's family were paying to get rid of her. The white dress signifying virginity. And there are smaller details that you might not even think about. Like the woman has to walk towards the man on the aisle and the man stands on the right, i.e. the right-hand side of God. Also, when men ask for the father's blessing to propose, that feels... Ugh. It's so really, like, interesting how guys suddenly want and care for equality when it comes to paying a bill. <laughs> like, yo, Brittany, pay the bill. You want equality? You want equality? 50-50. But can I go over to your place later? Yeah? Wanna talk about equality? Let's talk about equality. Let's talk about equality. When women aren't paid only 85% of what their male counterparts are paid, then we can talk. It's substantially lower for women of color as well. When we don't have to pay for a period every month paying for hygiene products with a pink tax on it that costs extra just because it's targeted to female, then we can talk. Oh, when we're not underrepresented in government, then we can talk, bro. When we are not the minority in tech, news media, and the executive world, then we can talk. When women are being funded and invested in just as much as male entrepreneurs are, then we can talk. Oh, and you know what? Here's the kicker when there are more than 10 countries that give women full legal protection then you can speak sit down can someone just please tell me like where the hell random guys have the audacity to just be all up in women's business and before all the men that comment on these and are like oh man can't do anything anymore he was just trying to talk to you like please move along like scroll and shut the like literally just shut the fuck up the other day i was walking to the grocery store and i was standing with a man at a cross light and keep in mind this is covid should i have to talk to random men no so this man is looking at me and he's doing this and i'm like no, I'm not acknowledging this. <laughs> so I literally just keep staring forward with my headphones on. And you know why? Because I've had enough experiences with men to know that if they're giving you unsolicited attention, it's never a good sign. I don't care if you can't hit on women anymore. Oh, poor you. I don't care. It's harassment. <laughs> and you want to know what proves my point? When I don't answer him, this guy goes like this. Bitch. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. That's right. Move along. I'm not really sure who needs to hear this, but a lot of you men are all too, okay? You're not even husband material. You bring nothing to the table. And that is why, wait for it, that is why we call y'all rentals. Because where do rentals belong? This is a question for the men. Okay. Boys. Hey. 
I have a serious question. All right. Please take it seriously. Will do. When you're talking to a girl, okay. right, you're, you're going to put her in one of the two categories. Mm -hmm. You either want to hook up mm -hmm. or you actually want her as a partner. That's true. Like a relationship That's true. With her. I would like to know where to find the relationship guys. In the friend zone. Where are they? Friend zone. Are they at the gym? Probably. Are they at home playing video? Like, where are they? In your friend Please zone. tell me where they are. Check your friend zone. Every single guy that I talk to and mm. that I meet uh -huh. only wants to hook up. Mm. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nope. I'm just not compatible That's with that. That's fine. That's not what I am interested Absolutely. in. Absolutely. So if someone could point me in the direction. Check your friend zone. Of the men that want to get to know in me. In the friend in zone. In relationship. In your friend zone. That'd be great. Hey. Why? Because you're a man? You think I can't do it? You think uh, I can't do it, Mr. Man? You think I can't do it? Because I'm a woman with a little weak little arms and you're a big strong man and you're coming to save me! Is that why? Now, guys, well, single guys, would any of you self-respecting uh, men even touch any of these women with a 10-foot pole? <laughs> and the guys that they would be attracted to wouldn't either. They talk, uh, well, they use the word bitch like it's source of a compliment. I don't know if bitch is strong enough word since it's kind of overused by women who consider them a bitch babe or a boss babe, consider themselves. But actually, I think the self-entitled, uh, self-named queens are more like a punter for the turd-in-the-punch-bowl football team. Don't be fooled. They are just here seeking attention and validation from guys they wouldn't give the time of day to. And the guys of that they... Uh, would be attracted to. They would manipulate them mercilessly. They would probably change on a dime and act like uh, they're the perfect woman for you. But when the next guy up on the ladder in income or whatever, they would be right there and you'd be left in the dust. So... Take heed. <laughs> Check the TikToks for some of this self-entitled woman's equality uh, cringe in the dating world. So this is what dating has become in the year 2022. And that a lot of guys are saying the juice isn't worth the squeeze anymore and walking away from marriage. You know, if I could meet these women, uh, well, I wouldn't want to meet these women, but I would just say right now, Oh my God, who the hell cares? <laughs> but I'm getting a headache from listening to those uh, boss babes. So I think we will end this episode. I would like to say uh, you can visit infotainmentpodcast.com and you can check out my Facebook page. Uh, 
So we will just end it there. I hope you have a pleasant day and a happy ending tonight. Keep it real, homies. Initiating shutdown sequence.